Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. You have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to our informational playground. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and your personal growth coach here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The show is Star Style, be the star you are. Brought to the airwaves under the auspices of the positive media and literacy charity, Be the Star You Are. We are always here to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations that'll get you talking around the dinner table. And we bring you the experts and the authors from around the world that do that. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching students to write winning college essays. If you are applying to college, and need an editor or writing coach, call 925-377-STAR or visit starstyleproductions.com to book your session. You can be the star you are and live your dreams. And the miracle moment is, because one believes in oneself, one doesn't try to convince others. Because one is content with oneself, one doesn't need others' approval. And because one accepts oneself, the whole world accepts him or her. Well, I think that's an important miracle moment for the day because it speaks to confidence, it speaks to self-esteem, and it speaks to the fact that we have to be who we are, walk our talk, and be the best person that we can possibly be. Well, Heather Brittany is still traveling uh, for today's show, and she will be back in a couple of episodes. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about a basal cell carcinoma, which is a skin cancer. It's the most common of all cancers. I'm also going to be sharing how that you can host a spectacular soiree and not be paralyzed by fear now that the season is upon us and people are looking to party hardy. 
you can entertain with ease and be stressless with some foolproof tips. And then also with uh, this wonderful autumn glow of colors on the tree branches, we can shed some of our old eating habits and we can feast on a tasty fall harvest. I want to help you become a healthy adventurer and savor the treats of the season. And finally, just for a little bit of fun, the newest trend in TV watching is called binge watching. And I'm sure many of you aren't even aware that you are participating in it. But from renting shows and movies on Netflix to streaming, six in ten people are now consuming multiple episodes of a show at one sitting. Is this a good thing? We're going to find out about the latest in the never-ending performances. So you stay with me, sit back, relax, grab a glass of your favorite beverage, and enjoy Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And if you ever have questions and want to contact us, you can always reach me at Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. Well, what if you found out that you had cancer? And not pre-cancer, but the real deal. Basal cell carcinoma is one of the most common types of skin cancer. In fact, there are 20, there are 2.2 million Americans diagnosed every year. And it doesn't make your diagnosis if you should have one any less daunting or serious. But the fact is, it is a cancer that is affecting many, many people. Some of the questions to ask are, did you grow up in the sun? Were you an active, athletic kid? Did you stay indoors or was that not an option? If you are like me, and fortunately I have been very lucky thus far, but as a youngster and as a young adult in my 20s, I spent as many days as possible in the sun. You know, in the summers I was out in the fruit sheds or in the orchards picking fruit, cutting fruit, picking grapes, riding tractor, or for fun I would be playing tennis or surfing on the beaches around the globe or, you know, by the pool, or in a boat, or on a bike. And winters didn't keep me out of the sun either. I was definitely a UV target. I never used sunscreen in those days. In fact, I just used plain old baby oil, and sometimes I'd even put oil under my face to get a, a deeper tan. I used to love living on the mountains. I skied competitively. And so, in reality, I clocked in thousands of hours under the sun on both the slopes and on the water. In, in places all around the world. I basically followed the sun. I remember one of my favorite movies being Endless Summer, where you would surf around the world, and then, of course, all those Warren Miller films where you could ski around the world. So if you were like me as a kid, you know you are a fine candidate for basal cell carcinoma. Now, what is it? It is a cancer of the skin, and it is the most common of all types of cancer. Basal cell carcinoma accounts for 8 out of 10 skin cancers and usually develops on areas that were exposed to the sun, such as the head, the face, the neck. But, of course, they can occur anywhere. I know that a lot of people well, who are truck drivers or farmers who drive tractors and have their arms, you know, they have the tractor tans and their arms hanging out and have these dark arms, it affects people of all ages. And this type of cancer grows very slowly, and it's very rare for basal cell carcinoma to spread to nearby lymph nodes or to distant parts of the body. But nevertheless, 
because it can invade and cause significant destruction of surrounding tissues and the bone beneath the skin, it's still considered malignant. Now, over 50% of people diagnosed with one basal cell cancer will develop a new skin cancer within five years. So what is the treatment? If you get scheduled from surgery, whether it's by choice or not, your, your doctor might be using something called a Mohs technique, which is a complex, microscopically controlled surgery, which is also a chemo surgery. And it was named after a general surgeon who invented it, Frederick Moss, and it's spelled M-O-H-S. In this technique, what the surgeon does is removes a very thin layer of the skin, which includes the tumor, and then the surgeon or pathologist maps freezes, cuts the tissue, and then examines the sample under a microscope. If cancer cells are still present, then they go back in, and the next layer is removed and examined. And this is repeated until the skin samples that they are examining under the microscope are 100% free of cancer cells. The process is very precise, it's very time-consuming, and it is expensive, so another reason to have health insurance, but it's one way to obtain that complete margin control and a high cure rate, which they estimate to be between 97 and 99.8%. Now, you should be forewarned, it can take several hours to complete, and it means more normal skin near the tumor can be saved, which definitely will create a better outcome after the surgery. Now, one of the advantages of Mohs surgery is that you know your results right away and that all the cancer can be removed at the time of surgery. So that's a real positive. I know that my mom had got skin cancer on her face, and even though she is Italian, her face is rather fair, and she'd never worn any sunscreen. And she actually had to go through a process where they put chemicals on her face. It took over a month for her skin to get back to normal, and she was really afraid that she was going to look like a zombie. But after it was done, the cancer did not return. So that was, it was really great. Now, the reason I want to share this is that I don't want anyone who might have some blemishes or changes on their skin to brush it off as nothing because you need to protect yourself and you need to also protect your kids. I know... It also happened with my sister, who was an, a, more of a sun worshiper than I was. But, of course, I've never done sun tanning beds. I, I, they just give me the creeps. But my sister did go to tanning beds, and she started getting some um, kind of lesions on her feet, which turned out to be cancer, and she's had to have those removed. So you have to be really careful. So here are some ways that you can protect yourself. You have to limit your ultraviolet, which is your UV exposure. UVA rays, they age the cells, and they can damage cells, the DNA in the cells. Now, UVB rays can directly damage DNA and are a more important cause of sunburns and skin cancer. So to, to protect yourself, you need to follow those three, well, it's actually four steps, where it says slip, slop, slap, and wrap, and that's the catchphrase. And what it means is this. You slip on a shirt. Dark colors generally protect more than light colors with tightly woven fabrics providing more protection. 
dry fabric is more protective than wet fabric. Now the slop, that means slop on the sunscreen. Use sunscreen and lip balms with some protection factor, that's SPF, and you want a value of 30 or higher. Now in reality, from all the doctors and dermatologists I've talked to, 30 is really the best that you can get. I know that sunscreens say 50, 70, 90, but basically over 30, there's not that much difference. A palm full of sunscreen, about an ounce, is recommended to cover your arms, your legs, your neck, your face on an average adult, and you have to reapply when you sweat, when you swim, or when you towel off. The third step, slap on a hat. Your hat should have at least a two to three inch brim all around it and be made of a tightly woven fabric. A baseball cap can only protect the front and the top of your head, and it doesn't protect the vulnerable areas of your neck and ears, and that a lot of people are susceptible to getting skin cancer on those areas. Then wrap on the sunglasses to protect your eyes and that sensitive skin around them. If you wear wrap-around sunglasses with at least a 99% UV absorption, your eyes are going to be protected. Now, you want to note something, and this is important because we tend not to think that UV rays are coming through when it's rainy or cloudy or overcast, but they do come through with light clouds, and UV rays reflect off of water, sand, concrete, snow. They go through windows. They can reach below the water surface if you are snorkeling, so make sure that you have sunscreen on literally 365 days a year whenever it is daylight. The other thing you want to do is to seek shade. Now, this is especially important when UV light is the strongest, and that is especially in summer months between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Of course, it does matter where you live in the world, how much sun you're getting. If you're living in the land of the midnight sun, you may have to be wearing sunscreen 24 hours a day. I remember when I was up in the North Pole during the summer when it was 24 hours of sunshine, I was so disoriented I never knew what time it was because it was always daylight. As I said previously, avoid tanning beds and sun lamps. Tanning lamps are not harmless. They are harm. They do harm. They give out UVA and they give out UVB rays as well and both cause long-term skin damage and skin cancer. So don't go to tanning beds, no matter what you read or, or about how you see that these are safe. They are not safe. Also, avoid harmful chemicals. Exposure to certain chemicals like arsenic it increases your risk of skin cancer. Now, arsenic is a heavy metal that is naturally found in well water in some areas, and also uh, pesticides and herbicides, and of course some medications and herbal remedies and even certain occupations can be dangerous and can cause more skin cancer. If you are taking an antibiotic like tetracycline, you need to stay out of the sun. If you're a man, be extra cautious because men are twice as likely as women to have basal cell cancers, which are attributed to higher levels of sun exposure. Now, with that all being said, you still need your daily dose of vitamin D, and you can get that from your diet mostly. Recent research has found that vitamin D has many, many health benefits, and it's made naturally in the body when UV rays from sunlight strike the skin 
and it's the primary source of vitamin D for the majority of people, other than supplements. But you can also get vitamin D from fatty fish like salmon, tuna, mackerel, and fortified foods like milk and breakfast cereals, orange juice, yogurt, and that will provide at least some of the vitamin D in the American diet. I also recommend, and I'm not a doctor, but I, I think a small amount of sun exposure is really good for people. I'm a gardener, and I think it's very important to spend 10 or 15 minutes outside every day breathing fresh air. Still wear your hat and your clothes and your sunscreen, but let the normal sun get to you, and I think that you will be healthier and happier. Finally, you want to make sure that you check your skin regularly. There is evidence that skin cancer deaths could be lowered by as much as 63% if people perform monthly self-exams. And at least once a year, have a dermatologist do a full body exam to assure that your spots, freckles, or moles are normal. And treat any that may not seem to be normal. Even people who have not had a diagnosis of a lesion and think that something is normal, they have been found to have an abnormal lesion. So with that said, be diligent and be cautious because a small investment of time can make all the difference. And when you're outdoors, use that shadow test. If your shadow is shorter than you are, the sun rays are the strongest. And it's even more important to protect yourself at those times. So I hope that these tips will help you stay free of basal cell carcinoma. But do remember that if it is diagnosed early, like many cancers, it is not life-threatening and can be treated. The secret is to watch yourself, to do self-exams, and to annually get a full body checkup, including your scalp and the top of your head and the bottoms of your feet. When we come back from break, we have more to come, and we'll be talking about great foods to nourish you for the fall as well as some party planning tips. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Stay with you. Uh, Well, you stay with me, and I'll stay with you. There is more to come. Thanks for listening to me. Be right back. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to influence change? Leaders everywhere think their job is to create change across their team, organization, or industry, but they are really wrong. You can create broad change across people and distance, but you cannot do it by changing the organization. You can only achieve it by helping individuals make the choice to change. Because we can't change others, we can only change ourselves. In other words, organizations don't change, people do. So start with yourself. How easily are you influenced to change by someone who isn't changing themselves? If you want to influence others to change, you must begin with yourself. Your level of belief is critical to your success. Open the conversation. Too many changes are introduced with PowerPoints or, you know, these polished practice presentations. Stop that approach. Introduce the situation and the need for change as you see it and have a conversation with people about their concerns, their fears, 
their ideas, their joys. Recognize their initial resistance, not as a threat, but as energy. Pick the easy fruit first. In order to influence the entire group, start with individuals most likely to be open. Going to these people first will help you build your confidence and then build a cheerleading section to help influence others. Engage their help. You don't have to, but if you're trying to change a group of any size, you can't do it by yourself. So engage those who are excited about the new changes and support them with the approaches that you're using. Encourage them to influence change one person at a time. And of course, be patient. Change isn't always easy. It takes time. And just because you have early adopters on board doesn't mean everyone else is going to jump on your bandwagon. When you realize that all change is individual, you'll see that everything is time-related. Remember, if your change is important, your patient will be rewarded. You are the star of your own production. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com or call 925-377-STAR. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be the Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be the Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925 377 STAR. 925-377-STAR 925-377-STAR Be the star you are You are the star Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the power hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Believe in yourself. The secret to every success lies in not in what or even who you know, but clearly in seeing where you want to go. And here at Star Style, Be the Star You Are, we know you have the power to have it all, be it all, and we intend to help you get going in the right direction. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Empowerment Network. I want to remind everyone that the essay contest, the 10th annual essay contest by Be the Star You Are charity, sponsored by U.S. Bank, is in full motion. The theme this year is what it means to be an American. You can find out more about entering and get the guidelines at starstyleradio.com forward slash events. So just go to events on starstyleradio.com. Enter today, you can win cash prizes, books, radio interviews, publication, and lots of publicity. It's been great doing this for 10 years running, so don't miss out on all the fun. So it's fall, and it is a time that is fit for feasting. 
fall and its emerging warm glow, it really signals it's a time for us to evolve. Just like the deciduous trees that let go of all their old leaves to prepare for the new, we have to abandon our, our former schedules and roll out something new because this time of year is just jam-packed with all kinds of great ways, great foods, great techniques, great recipes to be all-stars and to get our plates and our palates seasoned for healthy living. So what are a few of the foods that we really should be indulging in right now because they're fresh, they're easy, and they're available? First is butternut squash. This is a versatile, deep orange vegetable that can be substituted for any recipe that calls for pumpkin. Butternut squash can be roasted, it can be grilled, it can be pureed, it can be mashed, it can be made into soup, casseroles, even breads. It is an excellent source of vitamins A and C, and it's a great source of vitamin uh, vitamin E with fiber, potassium, magnesium, and it has no cholesterol, all fat. So compared to pumpkin, it has twice the amount of A and C. I made some great butternut squash the other night with some apples, some raisins, cinnamon, and uh, walnuts, and just roasted it. And it was like eating a dessert, but it was obviously very healthy. It had no sugar or fats or anything in it. It was just naturally sweet and naturally delicious. Persimmons. Now, how many people know about persimmons? There are a couple of types of persimmons that I grow. They're Japanese persimmons, and they're called kaki, but there are either the fuyus or the hachiya. Now, these golden jewels, they come in you know, a lot of varieties and shapes and colors and sizes. The rounded one, which is really crunchy, it's like an apple. In fact, I call it a persimmon apple. It's squat like a tomato, and it is such a great snack. I actually had one for lunch today. They're a bright orange color, and they are so great just sliced into salads because they have this uh, this crunch like an apple, but a flavor of a persimmon. And again, in salads, they just um, they just perk it up, and they're, they're very, very pretty. Now, another popular variety is the heart-shaped hachiya persimmon. It's larger in size. It has a pointed bottom, and it is meant to be eaten soft, almost gushed. And you can use the thick, pulpy jelly inside to make persimmon pudding, persimmon bread, persimmon cake, cookies. And it is also a great source of vitamin A, C, and fiber. Something that you can do is you can actually take the entire hachiya persimmon and stick it in the freezer. And when it's frozen, take it out, and as it thaws, you just scoop out the inside, and it's like eating a persimmon sorbet. It's really good. People are a little afraid of persimmons because because if you don't eat a hachiya when it's really ripe and mushy, it has like a tart, um, astringent, bitter taste that puckers your mouth. So sometimes that, that chases people away. So you really have to wait until... It is completely mushy. I mean, it looks like it's almost ready to go bad. Now, they are traditional to Japan, and the hachiyas are normally hand-peeled, and they're individually hung, and they're delicately hand-massaged in Japan uh, if you want to do a dried fruit delicacy. So that's another thing. And then there's also a chocolate persimmon, which is very sought after. It's very small in size. It has a dark brown flesh, and you really can find this at specialty or farmer's market. You have to be patient, as I said before, for persimmons to ripen, although the fuyus need to be hard. I, I don't 
when they get soft, they're just like a, you know, a hachiya. So if eaten before they're ripe, they will have that bitterness. The other thing that you find lots of now are Asian pears. And they're also known as apple pears. I also call them an apple pear because they are hard like an apple and crunchy like an apple. And they're kind of rounded like an apple, but they taste like a pear. What I like about Asian pears is you can refrigerate them for really long periods of time. Like they'll, they'll stay fresh in the refrigerator for a month. So again, you can just eat them raw. They're juicy. They're fragrant. They're crunchy. They're crunchy. They're a great source of fiber and vitamin C. They have, of course, no fat, no cholesterol, no sodium. And I also love them in salads. Sweet potatoes, one of the greatest, greatest fruits, gifts on the planet. They're rich in beta carotene, and they impart their golden orange color. They're high in vitamin A and C, and of course, a great source of fiber and potassium. You can steam them, microwave them. They make great side dishes. You've probably heard of sweet potato pie. It's a southern classic. Of course, in sweet potato pie, there's a lot of butter fat put in it. But you could do it with a bit of a makeover and, you know, top it. Uh, don't, don't put all that sugar and don't put all that fat in it. I also just mash up. I just cook sweet potatoes, roast them in the oven, take the skin off, put them in a blender, and add a little bit of um, cream to them. And they are just, they just taste wonderful. They make a great soup and they can make, you can make, you know, sweet potato pancakes and use them for breakfast. Or, of course, you can make uh, use them in the traditional pumpkin pie. And the same goes for yams. Yams are also really good. And, um, and it's really great in the fall and winter months to eat these kinds of foods because they are providing us with so many nutrients. Beets, beetroot, is especially a, a great, great um, salad addition. And especially when they're roasted. I know a lot of people don't like beets because they're used to those canned beets that are red and kind of vinegary and I don't know, they just, they're not very good. But if you actually buy the whole beetroot or you can grow it, they grow really easily. And what's great about beets is you can eat the tops as well as the whole root. So the whole thing is edible. But when they're roasted, they make an excellent base for the salads because they're really sweet, they're colorful. And they're just delicious, and they're a good source of folate, vitamin C, and potassium. And research has shown that if you drink the beetroot juice, it reduces your blood pressure because it has a high nitrate content. So if you boil the beet, save the juice. And they've also found, or scientists have found, that nitrates in the beet improve your blood flow to the brain, and thus they improve mental performance. So obviously, you can be a healthy adventurer. And you can eat all these great root vegetables. I spoke about last week on the show of how to store the root vegetables. And if, when you store them properly, you can have many months of, you know, healthy nutrition that is from the garden or from the farmer's market, which in winter farmer's markets usually close down. So you want to get your things now. So autumn is an excellent time to make changes in your life because Fall is really a time to prepare for the slowdown, you know, for the time for the winter's nap, and then that's an anticipation of the new growth of the spring. So whether you're in a state of growth or decay, you want to think about taking 
one adventurous step towards getting healthier every day. And by doing so, in a year, you're going to make a significant change in your life and a jump forward in your health. And especially, all of us are aging every single moment, and so health is wealth. Don't dwell on that morsel of a brownie, by the way, that you couldn't resist. Because whenever you beat yourself up because you went off your diet, you're only bringing on feelings of failure and defeat. So, you know, we don't want to cut ourselves off. You do want to go ahead and indulge in some sweetness and things that you crave from time to time. And that's totally okay. Those uh, those kinds of things are are fine for you and they don't deter you from your goal as long as you're not doing it on a regular basis. But try to include some root vegetables in your diet for, uh, I would say, every day, but at least for the next few months and see how you feel. I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about, because it's in the same light, is entertaining and, and creating the perfect party. This seems to be the time of year when people are thinking about celebrations and creating those soirees, you know, without breaking the bank. We want to gather with friends and family and we want to do things that are smart yet simple and savvy and we want people to have um, a fabulous time and we want to be known as creating fabulous effects. So what are some of the tips that we can do? I do quite a bit of of parties and party planning, so I'll just give you a few simple things that you can do. First of all, you want to think about the invites early, especially if it's holiday time or even summertime when you know that it's going to be around a special holiday like Fourth of July or it could be Labor Day or Easter, whatever it is. You want to send out your at least save the dates early. And you can do those. There's lots of online sites now like Paperless Post, you know, that you can do it for free. You can send these group announcements, which is a, a great idea. Then once you've sent to save the date, then you can follow up either with a written invitation or another evite if that seems simpler. Depends on your crowd. If it's an older crowd, they may prefer things by mail because they may not be looking at their emails. And if it's a younger crowd, probably evites are just fine. In order to get everybody involved, it's good to have a theme. So if it is a, a certain holiday, if it's Christmas or Hanukkah or, or New Year, maybe you want to come up with something that's nostalgic, you know, and or maybe it's Halloween and you want a costume or it's Easter and you want to do something that is more picnic-like. Or perhaps a really great theme would be a giving back, making a difference. So you would, instead you would ask each guest to bring a contribution. Maybe it's a book to a give at a book drive or a can of food for a food, food drive or a toy for a child. Then you want to plan like a pro. You have to create a timeline and a budget. I'm a list maker. And as I already spoke about, we just had a fantastic wedding for Heather Brittany. And everything went absolutely according to plan. It was the most spectacular day, relaxed, stress-free. And that's because we are both really organized. We're list makers and we're party planners. So we didn't leave anything to chance. And you don't either. Even no matter if it's a, a, a little fet for, for six people or 60, you want to, you know, if you're having it at home, you want to clean the house, order and prepare foods. You want to go to the store to 
to get your uh, your cocktail ingredients or your wine or your beer. And you don't want to completely knock yourself out as you get too close to the event. Once you've got everything planned, I kind of like to make all my food and things um, from scratch, but you don't have to do that. I have a girlfriend who just doesn't like to do any cooking at all. In fact, she says she didn't get that cooking gene. And she orders out, she orders things from her favorite restaurants. And then she just shares it and says, you know, this is from so-and-so. This is from someplace else. And people love it. So don't feel that you have to, you know, DYI. You can also just order out. You want to be comfortable the time that you're hosting your party. I know that a lot of women, we like to dress up and wear high heels. But if you're the host, you may want to put your hair up and wear something comfortable and cool because you'll probably be running around. So leave the stilettos in the closet and wear shoes that are, you know, classy and cute, but that aren't going to uh, trip you up. And speaking of cool, with the food, it's usually easier if you have room temperature things and finger foods, unless you're hosting a dinner party. You might want to have one or two hot hors d'oeuvres, but the rest of them you know, keep it on the cooler side because you can do a lot of crudités and, um, and, and meats and, you know, just little mini bites that will be really terrific and pretty and it also just leaves, frees you up. You might want to hire a college student to help you out. It always helps to hire somebody just to keep things going, to keep glasses clean and to keep the food coming. You know, uh, a note on buying the alcohol and your drinks. Make sure you have some special non-alcoholic cocktail, something more than just, you know, iced tea, water, lemonade for your guests. Make something that is fun for your uh, your uh, teetotaling guests because everybody wants to hold like a champagne flute during a party and they don't always want to be told like, oh, you're not drinking anything. And you can go and buy your alcohol, your champagne, your wine, your beer in bulk. It doesn't go bad. So you never want to run out. I, I know went to a wedding once and they ran out of everything. And that's pretty embarrassing when you have to have Bevmo delivering to your wedding. So you don't want to have that happen. Um, put your music on an iPod or, I mean, yeah, your iPod, your iPad. Plug it in, you know, with your playlist. Do it in advance or... If you have a friend that is a musician or you have the money to hire somebody that could, you know, play guitar or the piano or violin or the harp, that's always really, really fun. If you're doing a big party, the band is always fantastic. And I know for my husband's birthday parties, for the big birthdays, every time I've always given him a big party with a band. And that was like, you know, people talk about it for years. It really is fun. And so think about setting up of just a few seats for people. Don't have seats for everyone, maybe 20%. Otherwise, people are going to sit and then the flow stops. And then one last word on being a guest at a party. These are some little rules that will get you invited back year after year. When arriving, arrive about 20 minutes after the party has started, after the time. If it's a 7 o'clock party, maybe about 7.15, 7.20. Don't be too early and don't be too much later because then it interrupts people. And, you know, it's one thing to make an entrance, but it's, it's not, it's, it's not nice when it, people think you're a no-show. For a hostess gift, wine or champagne's always an excellent choice or 
flowers or a plant or maybe even a uh, breakfast basket, you know, for the host to relax the next day that has muffins and just some yummy treats. You can always help with dishes that follow the cues of the host or hostess because they may want to kick back. I know for my parties, I really don't want anybody to help me. I just want to have everybody enjoy, and then I'm willing to stay up till the wee hours of the next day to do the cleanup. Uh, don't bring your kids and don't bring extra guests unless the invitation suggests that it's a family-friendly event or that a plus one is invited. And go out of your comfort zone. Strike up a conversation with people you don't know. This relieves the host and hostess of those introduction responsibilities and it eases their fear that different groups aren't going to like each other. And the exciting thing is you'll probably meet a new friend, maybe a new business contact, and whatever else you're going to learn some new things. And it just adds to your enjoyment. I always like to mix it up and have groups of different people so that everybody gets to experience the, the wealth of uh, friendships and family that, uh, that we indulge in. So I hope that this will help you plan the perfect party. Be a party planner yourself and host the fete of, of the year by just being yourself, enjoying, relaxing, and planning in advance. So when we come back from break, we'll talk just a little bit about the new TV trends. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You are listening to... Star Style, be the star you are on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Don't go away. I really like having you around. Star you are, the star you are, be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Low literacy and poor communication skills have been identified in studies as major contributors to general conduct disorders, psychiatric disorders, criminal behavior, and adolescent suicide. To live and prosper in this society, we must be lifelong learners with access to knowledge and skills that can sustain our lives at work, at home, and in our communities. Be the star you are. 501c3 Charity has been working to increase literacy and improve positive message programming since 1999. You can help by making a tax-deductible donation today. Visit www.bethestarur.org. Everybody counts. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star you Positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. It's the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. 
Now, back to the show with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. My gratitude for staying with me here on Star Style. Be the star you are where the world comes to talk and listen. Make sure you are tuned in here every single week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel because we know that you have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. And there's always detours, and that's where Star Style Be the Star You Are comes in. We bring you experts and uh, coaching advice that hopefully inspire, entertain, motivate you, and maybe sometimes amuse you. So we want you to ignite your power and shoot for the stars. I am Cynthia Bryan, and again, this is Star Style Be the Star You Are. Well, do you watch television or do you, are you one of these people that either stream or use the DVR? I, even though I'm in the entertainment industry, I don't watch television. I don't have the time for it, and I couldn't tell you what day or night any program is on TV, even programs that I've worked in. <laughs> I just recently was working in a new one that will be debuting soon uh, called Looking, and I, I don't know what night that's going to be on. But it's interesting because now we are in a new era of watching our favorite shows. And we're calling it the performance that never ends because what it is, it's the age of binge watching. It's what is upon us. Now, how do you know if you are a binge watcher? If you spend your weekend or you spend when you have a couple of hours free in a night devouring half the season of Breaking Bad or um, The Walking Dead or Downton Abbey, you are in step with the latest television trend, which is called binge-watching. A recent Harris poll found that 6 in 10 TV viewers consume multiple episodes in one stint. And the millennials are the most apt to binge, but basically everybody is in on it because it's fueled by this adoption of on-demand cable, DVRs, box sets, and, of course, streaming on the Internet with services like Hulu and Netflix. Now, most of, over half of the viewers who are watching one episode of a show in a single seating, um, the content providers are taking notice because in addition to 24-7 access to complete seasons of popular shows, Companies like Hulu and Amazon are now creating new series built for nonstop viewing. As we know, Netflix made a full season of its original show, House of Cards and Orange is the New Black, and it was accessible all at once. So then there was a Netflix spokeswoman, her name is Jenny McCabe, and she said that consumers can expect more of the same in response to that growing demand. Is gorging on programming like this bad for us? Um, maybe not. Pamela Rudlich, who is a PhD who directs the nonprofit Media Psychology Research Center in Boston, has said that we associate the word binge with being out of control. But she and her researchers see binge watching as empowering because it allows viewers to watch TV the way they might read a book. So, whatever their choice is, and whenever it's in the hands of the consumers, it is a good thing. And I want to admit to being definitely a binge watcher. 
I order things that uh, I want to see on Netflix, and I will order an entire season. Where I am, I don't get good streaming, so I'm not able to stream directly. But or I will um, I will DVR something, and then I will just sit when I have that time, and I will watch a couple of a couple of episodes. For example, I'm totally addicted to The Voice. I've been a judge for different Teen Idol and Idol um, competitions, and I've been a, a judge for many different kinds of dramatic competitions. So I really, really enjoy watching this top talent and seeing how they're going to progress. And so I, but I don't want to see what's going to happen. I don't want to wait for a few days. So instead of watching it when it's regularly on, I DVR it. And then when I have a couple hours, I sit down and I fast forward through all those commercials. And I get to watch what I want. I also uh, love Nashville and I love Chicago Fire. I mean, I have all these firefighters in my family, so it's kind of fun to, even though they say it's good, but it's not really accurate, you know, there's, obviously it has to have a lot of drama, otherwise it wouldn't be good for TV. And Downton Abbey was an all-time favorite. So think about yourself. Are you binge-watching? I totally agree that this is, I think it's something positive, because when I read a book, I do not want to just read a book for 15 minutes or an hour a day and then, you know, keep it on my shelf forever. I want to sit down and read that book. And for those of you who know that I have these radio shows where I interview authors and I have to read several books a week, I read those books in one sitting. So I carve out the time and I just read it from start to finish. And to me, it's very satisfying. So binge book reading, binge TV watching, binge movie watching, it's all a good thing. Now, we're at that time of year that we have to think about giving back. And there are, right now, there are opportunities for you to make a difference and to get a tax deduction. I would like to encourage you to go to bethestarur.org and make a tax-deductible donation now of any amount. Anything from a dollar to thousands of dollars is appreciated be the star you are is gearing up for a big, big book drive and wanting to get books in the hands of the less fortunate and to shelters and hospitals and schools around the country. But we cannot do that unless we get donations. So it doesn't matter how much money that you are making, there's always a little bit extra that you can give. And if you like this program and you listen to this program, the only way we can keep on the air is if we get donations. So please consider making a donation again today. You can do it via PayPal by going to bestarur.org. Just click on the word donate. Or you can go to our teen site, btsya.org. There's also a PayPal. If you prefer to send a check, you can make a check to Be the Star You Are Charity and send it to P.O. Box 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Or feel free to call our offices if you just want to do a credit card and you'd like to do it over the phone. Don't send a credit card by email, please, but you may call us and we'll take care of it. You can call me at my office on my private line, 925-377-STAR. So 
as we get into this season of giving, we hope that you will give to be the star you are. And you will get a tax deduction. You'll get your letter. And, you know, it's good for why give it to Uncle Sam when you can be making the difference in the life of a child, family, or women. So, again, be the star you are dot org. Now, a final little thing about how to stay warm and stay cool and to weatherproof your fall wardrobe. Because with cooler weather of fall comes that need to slowly change your wardrobe from you know, flimsy dresses, shorts, to more practical sweaters and pants. And just because you need to stay warm doesn't mean you have to give up that great look. So pay attention to your wardrobe in the fall and embrace the changes in the weather. It's a great way to set up for the colder months. And although fall is traditionally a time for updating clothing, you don't have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. Just focus on a few key pieces and transform things through the use of accessories. And one key area of clothing that often gets ignored is your outerwear. So too often you might throw on a coat that's just hanging in your closet and you don't give it a second thought. But, you know, having a great-looking coat, sometimes you never even have to take it off. So many people make that mistake of purchasing just a plain neutral coat that they think is going to go with everything. But the reality is your coat doesn't need to match your clothes. So... I just encourage people to get something that's bright and fun and colored and with details like a belted waist or a dramatic co- uh, collar. My favorite coat is a bright fuchsia raincoat that no matter when I wear it or what's underneath, even if it's my sweats, I get so many compliments because it brightens people's day. People love seeing it, especially when it is you know cold and dreary out. So you will be wearing a coat often and half the people you encounter in your day are only going to see you in a coat. So make sure that your coat, you know, is a is a statement. You want to make it bright and fun. Another way to brighten your wardrobe is through scarves and shawls. And just, you know, they keep you warm and they give you a pop of color. So the right trend pieces can make everything in your closet feel new and updated. Don't worry about buying a scarf that goes with your clothing. Instead, pick something that uh, that's a fabric that you love and maybe something that's going to look great with that coat that you have. And then the other thing would be your feet. Is Sandals are usually the first thing that we put in the back of the closet. Now, not me. I love flip-flops and I love sandals, so I even wear them in the rain. I don't care. But shoes all, always complete your look, and they're like the punctuation on a sentence. So changing your shoes from season to season is probably a great way to transition, and you can wear the same dress in the summertime with a sandal and in the fall maybe add a boot or a booty and um, maybe some leggings if you're a woman. And again, brighten things up. There's a trend in the fall and winter to go to grays and blacks and browns and navy blues, but you don't have to. You can do the emerald greens and purples. Purple, my favorite color. So a bit of color brightens up your wardrobe and it keeps it professional at the same time. You can mix cardigans with bright t-shirts or polo style shirts, you know, underneath. And, you know, just peruse some of the magazines. See what people have, what the new trends are, and then see what's in your closet, what you can pair and what you can purge. And, and how you can just update what you already have in your closet through, through belts and scarves and coats and shoes. Then I think that you're going to be great for the season. 
and throw out anything that has stains or holes or worn areas that you're not going to be able to fix because you ultimately feel better giving it away than wearing something that doesn't look good on you. So feel good, eat well, and uh, do a little bit of bin, a binge TV watching. <laughs> Thank you for being great listeners and staying tuned to this episode of Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You can change your life and make your dreams come true. If you want any coaching or more information about Star Style Productions, go to starstyleproductions.com. You can call me at the studio, 925-377-STAR, but I do prefer email, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. And next week, we will have a very great author back on the show with us to empower you. Make a donation to the charity, as I asked earlier, BeTheStarYouAre.org, BeTheStarYouAre.org. And remember that my aim is always to encourage, amuse, inspire, inform, and motivate you. I want you to see beyond your physical being and understand that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, producer, and star of your own life. And try reading a this week. Try Be the Star You Are or Be the Star You Are for Teens or, or how about my new one, The Business of Show Business. And until next week when we celebrate again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. You have been listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Have a wonderful week. Shoot for the stars and always be the star you are. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you the star you are, be the star you are. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.